This is Julius with Black Lung Society, and you're listening to KU Radio. From the University of Utah, you're listening to Local for Locals, a KU radio production where we talk with local musicians, emerging artists, and underground visionaries about new music, upcoming shows, and getting to know the people behind the local music scene right here in Salt Lake City. I'm your co-host, Michaela Blades. And I'm Connor Nygaard. And we're back with another episode of Local for Locals. Today we're joined with Julius from Black Lung Society. Thanks for being here. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Black Lung Society, um, what it was established, or how the backstory? Sure. I mean, um, it's about two years ago we started on September 4th. So what was that? That's 2021. Um, and uh, I mean, the idea was just to be like a DIY venue spot. Um, I used to hang out at Gold Blood a lot, if you guys knew about that spot. Uh, and I, I was good friends with the owner, and so uh, naturally I just kind of, I, when that place went under, I was just like, I want to do that. So we started with like a lot of um, local rap and hip-hop, and I just moved into bands mainly, and then we just like kind of, like hardcore just took over the spot. Like I just fell in love with the community. I fell in love with all the people. Like I've made really good friends in the past two years, and it's been so totally awesome. I think a lot of people are like, yo, like my local music sucks or whatever in other states. I've heard that a lot, but it's like every freaking band locally here is so talented, so amazing. So it's been a blast for the last two years. That's really cool. And then, uh, did you have any other like name ideas or like how did the name come to you? <laughs> yeah. So what's funny is, um, I, we, I actually got all of like our basic equipment together and then, um, <laughs> I, I finally found the spot and I was like, well, oh shit, like I don't have a name, you know? And so like I had this big list of like 50 to 60 names and I had like four or five of them circled. And I was just like, Black Lung Society was like right there, which is, it's funny because not only did I directly rip off Goldblood, um, but like the name was a direct rip off, you know? It was, it was it's a, a color, a body part, and like it was Goldblood Collective. So, you know, Black Lung Society. And like it just by happenstance, I was just like, well, like, I have to have something to put on the flyer, you know? So I was just like through it and it stuck and then that was that. So <laughs> it's not really a cool story behind it. It's just happenstance. I think it's pretty cool to yeah, like, cool. pay homage to the things you're inspired by. I mean, especially if you're just open about the credit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I me and Matt, uh, Matt Windsor, um, he goes by Blank Stare. Now he does uh, a lot of like uh, witch funk is what I think he calls that genre. Um, I mean, me and him still hang out, and it's never been, like, anything but love. So <laughs> at one point, I was offered the LLC, and I was like, no, I think we're going to establish our own brand, um, which I'm glad I did because they're still doing, like, booking and stuff under that brand, and I, I love them to death. So no beef with uh, Goldblood? Absolutely none. Yeah, dude, I love Goldblood. Cool. Yeah, they're sick. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about like your personal background with like music and I mean we've heard a little bit about kind of your inspiration with the, the venue um, but if you want to tell us a little about your personal history with music and sure community. yeah I I mean um, I haven't been in uh, it's only been like the past two years I've been into hardcore itself um, which I want to say I like I caught a beehive show um, and I saw Absolved for the first time before I, like, really knew anybody, and, like, you just, like, that show went so freaking crazy, dude, and I was just, like, I love this. This is, like, this is where I want to be, um, but before that, dude, I was going to, like, Mojo's in Ogden when I was, like, I remember skipping school and, like, going to Mojo's to hang out all day, 
and then just like chilling out and seeing like whatever band is around and then just hanging out for like days dude i would just go to ogden we would hop on the front runner no ticket no nothing just hop on the front runner go to ogden me and like four or five of my friends and then we would go back down sleep at a friend's house or whatever and then go back to mojo's the next day and so like i lived at that venue for like weeks at a time and <laughs> that's like i don't know i've always had an affinity with like those small diy spots like that and it's just been a special place in my heart since i was like a kid so i mean i've been going to shows since i can remember <laughs> it's been a blast i i used to be super into like uh, death clock and like amana marth and like thrash metal in general and i remember going to shows when i was like 13 14 in the venue which is no longer around unfortunately um, I saw some of my favorite bands at that venue. Uh, Murray Theater, I don't know if they're still open or not. Um, I've seen a couple of my favorite bands there, and so I've just been, I've just been around the community for a while. Yeah, that's awesome. I know there's like a lot of really little venues like that in Utah. Um, do you think that kind of that environment lends itself to the type of music that's played, and do you think what do you think about that, like, kind of relationship that the music and the venues have? I, I think so. I, I, f I find it kind of weird myself because, um, like, I'm a big fan of, like, indie and pop. And a lot of, like, indie bands would, like, tell me after they played the show, they're like, I'm surprised you booked us here. Like, you're known for, like, being a hardcore venue. And I'm like... I like, I like music, <laughs> so but it's kind of weird because I feel like definitely venues us venues have like a certain tone or feel to them, and then that's like what's typically booked there. Even though like that wasn't my intention when I opened Black Lung, that's just kind of what happened. Um, and so yeah, I think I think definitely like the venues themselves all kind of have like their own identity, which lends into being like an their own staple genre. Like I mean, when we were at Mojo's, it was mainly like deathcore that was played at Mojo's, at least when I was there. I mean, there was open mic nights too, and that was cool. Like, uh, surprising at all to see, like, support from, uh, you know, like, non-hardcore bands, because, uh, you know, the one show I've been to at Black Lung, it was, like, a SoundCloud rapper type of show, and it was, like, full of smoke, and I'm like, wow, this is not my usual experience. <laughs> and then I saw all these, like, local indie bands, like, showing support, like, uh, on their Instagram stories for, uh, Venues, yeah. yeah, I mean, we try, like like I said, I try and book everybody because I'm a fan of everything. Like, I, I've i gone through phases with pretty much every genre. Um, and so, like, I just want to, like, I, I love, I'm, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm surprised because I really do try and go out of my way to, to facilitate all the other genres. I'm really happy that everybody, like, supports us so much. I think that um, when we first opened, I didn't think that we were going to be as popular as we were. Like, I, I mean, like, I got it after our first year. I was like, okay, goals achieved. Like we like, I can, I can, I quit my day job for a little bit, and I was like, cool. I can like, I can support this place on its own. That was super sick. And then we got some big shows like out of nowhere, and I was like, okay, like this, like Spy played my venue, Mugshot played my venue. Like those are two of my favorite bands, and I was like, yo, this is insane to me. So it's like, <laughs> it's gone, it's gotten way out of hand. Um, but I mean. I'm, it's one of those things where you said you were like you're at like the SoundCloud like rapper show. We don't do too many of those anymore, but um, I mean I try and just give people a place to do art, and I think that's like what's super important. And I want to do more of that, just like general like just like cool weird like genre bending stuff. 
I think is really cool. We used to like do mixed bills a lot more where we would throw, throw like rappers on with like a death metal band or something. And I would love to do more of that though. I'm not sure how much the community's open to that. I think that um, rappers are generally, but it seems like the metal side of things, there's not a lot of crossover between genres. Like a lot of the, a lot of guys who listen to metal not necessarily listening to rap. Whereas like a lot of the guys who are into like the SoundCloud rap enjoy listening to metal a lot more. Sorry, I might have derailed from your original uh, question, but I hope I answered it. Oh yeah, no, totally. I mean, whatever you want to talk about. I think it's super cool when uh, genres collide, like Linkin Park and Jay-Z. Yeah, Court, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure it's been, it's played a part in like helping people find new local music or expanding their tastes. Um, so, we hear that you're looking to relocate. Could you tell us a little more about that and what the process has been like looking for places, anything about that? Um, sure. I mean, I just, I'll just be honest. Like, Salt Lake City is not accommodating to what we do, which is really unfortunate because I would love to have my business license and pay taxes and just be greenlit um, to do what we do. Um, but it seems like if I owned a bar, then it would be easier to just have live music there. Uh, but we're very drug and alcohol free campus and I want to keep it that way because I want to keep it all ages. Um, but it's so hard to find a new, uh, a new environment for what we do. Um, I mean, there's either city restrictions or the landlords just don't want us. I mean, uh, quite frankly, we, we live in corporate hell now and everything's, everything's got red tape in between it. It's so hard to, to actually find a place where we do. We're blessed with where we had for the two years we had. Um, where my landlord's been pretty cool. I, we have limited access to the space, but it is what it is. Um, and it's just been, I, honestly, it's been, it's been miserable. <laughs> Trying to find a new spot for what we do is just, it's not, I think that like a lot of people, a lot of people who are in positions of the city have made rules for venues that are big and high capacity um, and kind of overlooked DIY art spaces and stuff for this. Which I understand. We want we want all of our patrons to be safe. So I have no problem, you know, complying with regulations and stuff. That's not the big deal. The big deal is, it's like um, we we're having sub two hundred people shows. A lot of bars do that just fine. A lot of restaurants even will uh, have a bigger capacity than us. And but the moment it seems like I don't want to have another business in front, then we're almost not legitimized. We're we're held to the standard of like. Uh, big like 1,500, 700 people plus venues. That's not feasible for what we do. I mean, we're taking care of like mainly local art, mainly like really small bands, um, and it's hard to find a space that's kind of <laughs> congruent with what we want to do. So, yeah, real unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Is there anything like listeners could do to support you, or is it kind of like thing where we'll have to... Uh, I'm not even sure it's in our hands at this point, yeah. you know, so um, it, if there's a listener out there who wants to support us, just follow us on uh, any social. We're at Black Lung SLC on just about every social. Um, we'll be back around eventually. It's just about finding the right space. It, it'll happen. Perfect. Yeah, it'll happen. Okay. Um, and besides, uh, you know, looking for the new venue and all the challenges that come with that, what have kind of been the biggest challenges you I want to say it's navigating the politics of stuff. Um, it's something that I genuinely don't care about. Like, obviously, like I want a safe space, right? I don't want any rapists. I don't want any racists. I don't want any transphobes. I don't want people who are just there to cause a problem. Um, 
Uh, this is also a reason I don't interject politics into the facility because I'm a very political person, um, but my opinion doesn't matter on other people's lives. I want people to live their own life and feel comfortable with who they are, and especially in my establishment. So that's why we haven't really ever gotten political because, um, and, and I think that, that's been the biggest challenge is to stay out of the politics of things. It's like, because there's certain times where I have to draw a line and I have to get involved with politics. Um, and then there's other times where I have to like lay down the line and be like, I'm not gonna get involved with your politics and you need to understand why. Um, and so it's like, that's that's probably, I mean, it's a, it's a lot for anybody to take on, but especially somebody like me where I'm just like, I'm, I'm a very like mind your own business kind of person. And that's the way I like to be. Like if it's not, if it's your life, dude, I don't wanna be involved with it. <laughs> you know, I want you to be, just be happy and be the person you are. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like definitely a lot of the things that you host will probably get that message across about your your views and like the yeah. way that you yeah see things. Yeah, so. I I try I try and just make it known that I don't give a fuck unless it comes to like big things, you know. So yeah, have you seen a lot of support for you know? I think the the hardcore scene is a uh, pretty progressive with their politics and probably yeah I mean like I said um, the hardcore community I think there's there's two there's two big sides to the hardcore community you know there are people who are super progressive and then there's people who are a little bit more conservative in their beliefs and like I said I don't think that my personal opinion on politics nor your personal opinion on politics should have anything to do with anybody else's personal life you know like I'm not gonna go out of my way to make somebody feel bad for XYZ. You know, it's um, especially like um, I know I know like uh, trans kids especially feel this one um, where it's like a lot of them just want to be fucking left alone and like you know what I mean and and like not like fucking have somebody be mean to them all the time and it's that I'm it's the same way with me but like all of my politics right like I don't I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna I don't care you know what I mean do what you're gonna do it's like we all have one view on how things should run. Um, for the betterment of everybody, and if I think I think if everybody kind of just came to that conclusion, and we could see a little bit more eye to eye, it'd be better. I hate how divided the community can be sometimes. Like, dude, I just want to listen to cool music and chill with my friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's that's as simple as it is. That's very real. Um, you've talked a little bit about this, but if you just want to go into any more detail of like what the community that Black Lung is a part of or contributes to has meant to you personally or as a venue owner? Sure, I mean, um, dude, there's, there's just so much, dude. Like, as soon as we started hosting bands and as soon as we started hosting hardcore bands, it was like immediate love. It was, like I, like I said, I was, I'm super new to hardcore. I'm super new to the community. Like, a lot of the people that I'm friends with have been in this community since they were like 15, you know? Um, and while we're all probably right around the same age, some a little older, some a little younger, um, I think everybody's pretty much been in the community longer than me. Um, but it was just super welcoming off the bat. Like there wasn't like, nobody was like, oh, you haven't been around the community, so you get the fuck out, you know? Um, which was like, that, that was super appealing to me. Everybody was, it was all love from the get. And uh, especially when, we, when I started leaning into booking more hardcore shows, where I was like, I want more of this at my venue. Um, it was it was all love immediately. It was like as soon as I provided them a place to play and a, perf- a place to get wild, um, it just was all love. And it's been incredible. <laughs> it's so hard to find a space for that kind of stuff too, um, especially because the crowd can get a little bit more violent. 
Um, and it's just, <laughs> and, it, and it sucks, but I mean, it is what it is. I, I understand that not everybody wants to be a part of stuff like that. Um, but it's like, I just, I love it. I love the community. I love the environment. I love everybody in it. I think there's, there's, like I said, there's drama and everything. But if you look past that, the community is so fucking sick. It's so sick. <laughs> I totally agree. It comes off as a little intimidating, but once you like get to know someone in the hardcore scene, they're usually just like a sweetheart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So on that lighter note, like, do you have any favorite artists or uh, like fans that you adore? Um, uh, of course. I mean, dude, there's so many as local bands. Uh, dude, I just I don't even know where to start. Uh, I'll start listing off names. Uh, Snake Eyes. Unfortunately, no longer around. One of my favorite locals, um, Mummy. Mummy's been playing in our venue since we opened. Um, my friends from Skullfuck, they're still around. They're super sick. Uh, dude, Snuff Tape. I, I could go on and on. Dude, there's so many cool local bands. Um, Sleep Cult has been... Uh, they've, they've been, like, supporting us since day one, too. Um, bunch of dope dudes. I... I, I if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't mention your name. I love you anyways. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite all-time bands is, um, they're like a little like post-hardcore band. Like they're like emo hardcore. Um, <laughs> they're called Xerxes. They don't have too many listeners. They broke up in like 2014. One of my favorite albums is Collision Blonde. I've probably listened to it like well over 200 times. I mean, dude, I, like every road trip, album's on. I'm listening to it at least once. Love that fucking album. How about any like ones outside of your like typical hardcore genre? That you want to shout out? Uh, dude, um, there's so many, dude. Um, uh, I shout out Screwed one time because they've had our back so much. I love those guys. Um, Sleep Colts, another one. Like I said, they're they're so sick. Cudney, Cudney's um, one of one of my favorite non-hardcore bands. They're so well put together. I absolutely love those guys. Dude, there's so many there's so many cool local bands. I could I could I could be on here for hours shouting out bands. <laughs> we have so many talented people in the Salt Lake community. And if you're listening and you've haven't been to a local show, please come to a local show. Uh, I promise we don't bite. <laughs> you're gonna have fun. It's gonna be a blast. Oh yeah, Screw's awesome. They're actually coming on next week. Uh, they're playing one of our, our shows at the Beehive. So it's gonna be fun. Oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I love those guys. They're all sweethearts. Every single one of them. Um, oh, dude, there's so many. There's so many bands, dude. <laughs> eardrums. Shout out Eardrums one time. Those guys are sick. Um, also one of my favorite local indie bands. Uh, I don't know. I don't. That's what they sound like to me. I, I'm I'm a very like I'm I boil everything down when it comes to genre. I'm just like. Put it in a couple boxes and move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, can you tell us about the future of Black Lung Society concerning concerts or future plans or like events? I think I think in in like in my head and in my ideal world, we'll own our own spot. Um, we'll have a place that can be like a staple in uh, Salt Lake. Ideally, Salt Lake. That's where we want to be. I don't know if that's how things are going to be. It seems like Salt Lake doesn't really want what we do, which is unfortunate. Um, I don't, I'm sure there's a bunch of politics at play that I have no idea what's going on. Um, but like I said, it, it would ideally be in Salt Lake. We'd ideally own our own spot, and we'd be a Salt Lake staple. Like, um, I want to be... I, w I want to be like a destination in Salt Lake, especially like with it comes to hardcore. It's like, oh, you've got to come here. Like we want, we want, um, we want all bands to be able to play there. Uh, we'd we'd love to be operating like around the clock, 
30 days a month. That's that's like my idea is like every single day of the month we have uh, a show going on. We have locals always playing. I never want to be too big for our britches either. Like I don't want to just like move into a place where we're only doing touring acts where th there's plenty of other places that can facilitate those shows. You know what I mean? I want to do small DIY stuff. Awesome. It's really cool to see like a priority on that. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of venues want to just like get bigger and bigger. True. Sure. Like, showing support for the small guys. You know? Well, I mean, the money's just not there when you're talking about the small guys. And it sucks because we live in a capitalist world and that's what it's about. But I mean, like, that's where my priority is. That's where, like, all my friends are. You know, that's where all the cool people are. And that's where, like, and, and it's like when you go, like, I've been, I go to big shows still. Like, I still have artists that I love that are really popular. But it's like I've never interacted with them one-on-one, -on -one, you know. I've never really hung out with them. Um, I've never really made music with them. And that's like, if we don't cultivate a local community, then we're not going to have as many cool local bands. Because that's where people find band members. You know, we, you go to shows all the time. You meet a bunch of cool people in a band. A band might break up, or maybe they don't. Or you just see somebody who's playing guitar, and you start jamming with them, and then you make another band. And that's really important to local art. And without without a without a space to do that, we don't have local art anymore. Yeah. Super important. All right. Well, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to mention and shout out? Any fun facts about the venue or stories? Uh, no, not really. Um, if you come to a hardcore show. Um, and you don't want to get hit, please stand in the back. <laughs> just be, be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> I, I, try, I don't baby people. I kind of just let things happen in there, which might be a fault of my own, but I think it's cooler that way. <laughs> well, definitely check out Black Lung on all their platforms. Show a lot of support and love for them. They're creating an awesome local community. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, dude, thanks for having me. It was, it was cool. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming by to record, and thank you for listening. Today we got a great behind-the-scenes look at Black Lung Society, and we can't wait to see what the future holds for the venue. Be sure to check out their Instagram, at Black Lung SLC, and their website for up-and-coming events. Thank you for tuning in to Local for Locals with KU Radio, and be sure to keep an eye out for the next episode.